by faith. The victorious fight of faith. Today, church, we fight by faith. <laughs> we fight by faith. We fight by faith. I don't know about you today, but I believe God. <laughs> I don't know about you this morning, but I believe God, church. I believe God. If you want this to be your season of grace, of favor, of blessings, believe God. Believe God for it. Believe God for it. If you've been planting those spiritual seeds in the earth, those spiritual seeds in the earth, believe God for those blessings, that favor, that grace. Believe God that you will reap what you sow. You will reap what you sow. This may be your season. This may be your season by faith. By faith. We do all things by faith, church. We do the work of God by faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though we haven't been perfect, we've been faithful. We've been faithful. Even though you may have not been perfect, you've been faithful. The promises of God are yours by faith. By faith, church, whatever your struggles are, whatever your sorrows are, whatever you're battling in your life, know that you can overcome them by faith. By faith because we live to be overcomers because the one we trust in, the one we believe in overcame the world. Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. It is by your faith that you can and will overcome. It is by your faith, church, by your faith. Trust and believe that God is leaning in your direction. Trust and believe that God is leaning in your direction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is in your corner. Trust it. Hallelujah. It is by faith that we defeat the mind games of the enemy. That we defeat the doubters. It is by faith because we do not wrestle. We do not fight against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. It is in the name of Jesus by faith that we defeat them. That we must trust and believe that the devil has no power over us. It is by faith, church. It is by faith. By faith. It is by faith that we know God is with us, that God is for us and not against us. It is by faith that you know that God will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Even though you can't see him, you believe that he's there everywhere you are and through all things by faith. By faith. Even when it seems like the enemy is winning. Even when it seems as though you're going through it. You are going through it. It is by your faith that you know that you will get to the other side of those trials in your life. The Bible says those that endure to the end by faith will receive the crown of life. Will receive the crown of life. You don't give up. You don't quit. By faith, you know there's a brighter day for you. By faith, you know it. And you know that every dark night makes the morning great. Hallelujah. 
Every dark night makes the morning great, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the midst of your storm, by faith, believe that God has already delivered you. In the midst of your storm, by faith, believe that God has already delivered you. Amen. It's done. It's done. By your faith, you know that you can do all things through Christ Jesus. It is by your faith that you are saved, that you are made right with God. It is by your faith that we have the privilege of our heavenly inheritance. By faith. By faith. Our Christian life is based on faith. Faith in the word of God. Faith in the word of God, Romans 10, 17. So faith comes from hearing, hearing through the word of God. The NIV says it like this. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. The word of now here Paul is talking to the people of Israel, God's people, God's people. He has questions. He has questions about why God's people are not responding to the gospel. Why God's people are not responding to the gospel. And he goes on, he says, but I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. Their voices, he says, the disciples has gone out into all the earth, their words to the end of the world. Again, I ask, did Israel not understand? Did Israel not understand? Church, we have to receive the word. We have to receive the word. The point is, before you trust, you have to listen. You have to listen. But unless Christ's word is preached, there's not much to listen to, is there? There's not much to listen to if we're not speaking from the word of God. We're not speaking. So everything, every time Christ's word is preached, the whole Bible is about Christ. Listen and receive the word. Listen and receive the word because faith comes from what is heard. From what is heard. And what is heard comes through the message about Christ. Receive the word. Receive the word. Paul's heart was broken in this chapter of Romans. His heart was broken for his people. Most likely the Jews who didn't believe, who rejected Christ in their unbelief. But their unbelief, church, is no different than our disobedience to what we know, what we have heard about Jesus Christ. No different. It is no different. So I ask you, so do we know? Have we heard the message of Christ? Of course we have. Of course we have. Haven't God made himself known to us through his word? 
Of course he has. Of course. Have we rejected to believe by faith who Christ says he is in God's word in our disobedience? In our disobedience. Have we rejected to believe that Jesus is the only way to God in going our own way? Have we rejected God's plan? What God is saying, what God is doing right before our eyes. The point Paul is trying to get through. Where is the church? Where is the church? The church operates in faith. Paul reminds us of what Moses said to the Jews. That he will make them jealous. He will make them jealous. That God will make them jealous because God has made the message of salvation and freedom in Christ known to his people. And the people of God act as though they have not heard the word. The gospel. The good news. The message of Christ. And he says, Moses says to Israel, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. Who are not a nation. Who are not a nation. Who are not God's chosen people. He will make them jealous with a foolish nation. A foolish nation, he says. I will make them angry because God's own people are not responding to the message of Christ not responding to the gospel, not responding to the gospel. So now, since God's own people refuse to respond to the gospel, he raises up those of the Gentile nation, a foolish nation, a foolish sinner like myself, like myself, who hadn't asked, who hadn't asked, God made himself known to me. Who hadn't asked? God made himself known to me. I was found by God. I was found by God to stand before you and preach the gospel of Christ. To show people his grace to show people his mercy, to show people his love, to show people what obedience to faith that comes by hearing the word, the message of Christ, can do. That Christ came to save the sinners, the Gentiles, the foolish nation as well. Whoever humble themselves to receive the word. Receive the word. He came to save all, save all who believe by faith that they can be saved, that they can be more, more, more in Christ by faith. Corinthians says, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. It's like growing up in America, for most of our elders, growing up black 
in America for most of our elders when they said it would be foolish for a black man to become president of the United States. Foolish. Because we didn't belong. Because we were not a people. But a man by faith, a black man believed. A black man believed, and God raised him up to be the leader over this wise and great nation. He received the word. He received the word that all things are possible through Christ Jesus. He received it. And many of us, many of us who thought that we it was no way that we would be in the situation we are in now in our careers and our families. But we believed that through Christ, through Christ, it was possible. And now you are doing what once you thought you could not do. Because you believe all things were possible through God. By faith. By faith. Testify to that. By faith. By faith. So whatever your mountain, whatever your mountain of hindrance is in your life, move it out of the way. Move it out of the way. By faith, it will be removed. By your faith, it will be removed. Whatever that mountain is in your life, move it out of the way. By faith, church, by faith. Only by faith. The Bible teaches us that a person in Christ has to continually grow and continually grow in their faith until the last day. The last day. The more we experience life, the stronger our faith should get. We can't be known as mature Christians if we're lacking in our faith. Meaning that we haven't grown enough in our faith to not allow the trial of this life to overtake us. To overtake us. At a certain point in our faith, we should not be overtaken. A certain point in our faith, we should not be able to be overtaken. Faith is not a one-time thing. We don't believe to get saved, and then once we get saved, that's it. It stops there. That's not it. Faith is a continuous aspect of our Christian life. And Hebrews explains this. It says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Not seen. What is it that you want that you haven't even seen yet? That you can't set your eyes on what you hope for in your heart. See, the, the, the main part of this passage is featured of faith is confidence. You got to have confidence, and you got to have trust. Trust. And also, uh, for us Christians, the object of our faith is God and his, prop and his promises. We focus our faith on God and his promises. Faith understands that the things we pray for and hope for a church already belongs to us. The things you're praying for and hoping for, faith tells you 
it already belongs to you. Hallelujah. It already belongs to you even though you can't see them or you haven't even touched them yet. It already belongs to you through the finished works of Christ on the cross. They're yours. They are yours. That miracle you've been waiting on, that healing you've asked for, you've prayed about, that deliverance that you so much need, that new home that your eyes are set on, that much-needed car that you need, it all belongs to you. It's all yours by faith. By faith, church. That's why we encourage each other to what? Keep the faith. Please keep the faith. Keep the faith. No matter how bleak it looks, keep the faith. Keep the faith. Hallelujah. Because faith brings God towards you and you towards God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. James says, draw near to God by that faith because, because of that faith, God in return will draw near to you. Because of that faith, God in return will draw near to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mark 11. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he said will come to pass, it will be done for him. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up, church. Goes on. Therefore I tell you, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. It will be yours by faith, church. By faith. Faith will be necessary in the kingdom of God. It will be necessary because faith, by faith, we receive a good what? A good report. A good report. Hebrews tells us without faith, a person cannot Please, God. And without faith, it is impossible. It is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. We all want rewards. We all want blessings. They're waiting for you. They're waiting for you. Seek God. Trust God. Believe in God. They're yours. They're yours. We are known, hallelujah, we are known as believers because we believe in something which cannot be seen by the bare eyes. We are believers because we believe in something that cannot be seen by the bare eyes. Our hope is in something that we cannot comprehend with our own human logic. That's why the world can't comprehend. Human logic cannot comprehend our hope. <laughs> our hope in the invisible God. The world don't understand our hope in the invisible God. While we praise to someone we can't even see. The world don't understand. Don't understand. And they will not until they come to Christ. 
An example of this is an encounter uh, with Abram, with God in, in Genesis 15. In response to God's promises of countless descendants, Abram believed the Lord and he counted it to him as righteousness. All he did was believe. All he did was believe. Then we have uh, the Apostle Paul in Romans 4, 20 and 21 commenting on Abraham's belief. He said, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. <laughs> what he had promised. And verse 22, that is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. As righteousness. He believed God. He believed God, church. He believed God. We have to believe God. We have to believe the word of God, every word of it, every promise of God. We have to believe it. God is not a man that he shall lie. He's not a man that he shall lie. If he said it in his word, it shall come to pass. It is God who gives us the faith to believe. It is God who gives us the faith to believe. You believe because of God. You believe because of God. How dare we turn our back on faith when it's God who's given us that faith? How dare we? How dare we? Hallelujah. Faith means this. Putting your trust in God and having confidence. Confidence that he will fulfill his promises. Trust God and have confidence that he will fulfill his promises. The world will say that's foolish. That's blind faith, but it's true faith. It's true faith. When we place our faith in the right one, it's true faith. It's true faith. That is why we who believe in the Lord Jesus and live by faith, we live by faith and not by sight. Because we have trust. We have trust, church. We live by the word of God because we have trust. Understand, think about it, how the world looks at it, how you, you used to look at it, how I used to look at it. So you saying, God, this is all for me. If I walk in your will, these promises are mine. I can receive these things. Well, for a long time in my life, I refused, I grieved the Holy Spirit. I grieved the Holy Spirit. Literally, every time the Spirit told me not to go in the direction, I went. I went. That left, I always took that left. Always. The Spirit telling me to go right. Just so happened that every wrong turn in my life was really a left. Was really a left. But one day, I decided to take that right. I decided to take that right and start taking that right. And my whole life changed. My whole life changed. 
I took that right by faith. I wanted to see what God was going to do if I took that right. <laughs> and he showed up. <laughs> so I ain't even thinking about them lefts no more. I'm going right every time. Every time. Faith, church, is the difference in this world. It is the difference in this world. Think about it. It is the difference in this world. You got godliness. You got worldliness. You got believers, you got non-believers, you got saved, unsaved. Faith is the difference in this world. When you step out the door, you, you face with an unbeliever. Different faith. It's the difference in this world. And it is supposed to be and meant to be the greatest difference to change the world. To change the world. And that's you. That's me. Our faith. Supposed to show the world who Christ is. What Christ came to do. He, he came to change them like he changed you. That's the message we have to share with them. The ones that don't know. Pull them out of that darkness. Into that marvelous light. Hallelujah. Galatians 5, 6. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. All boils down to love. To love. God is love. It doesn't matter whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised, whether you worship on a Saturday or on a Sunday. Whatever denomination you may be in, whether you decide to eat pork or you choose beef, all of that stuff is irrelevant when it comes to the relationship with God. It don't even matter. Don't even matter. You're wasting your time. What matters is that relationship with God. Faith works through love. Faith works through love to produce evidence of his existence in a person's life. That's how faith works. Not because it has to, but because it gets to. We get to come in here and worship God as a congregation. We get to come in here and praise God as a congregation. We get to wake up every morning and read those devotionals. We get to wake up and go into prayer. We get to tithe. Even though our stinginess is going against it, we get to say, here you go, God. Here you go, God. There's some good in me, God. There's some good in me. I ain't all stingy. Here you go, God. Here you go. <laughs> hey, we don't have to do these things. We get to, church. We get to. And the reason faith works because it is in response to God's incredible love for us. That's why it works. It is in response to God's incredible love for us. And his great love encourages us to show that love to each other by faith. By faith, church. 
Put it another way, the obedience that pleases God comes from faith. The obedience that pleases God comes from faith. Again, our faith is in response to God's great love for us. We come to know great God's great love. We come to know his, his great mercy, his amazing grace. We have come to know these things. So we live by faith, and our obedience to faith is what pleases God. Our obedience to faith in the Son, Jesus Christ. That's what matters to God. That's the faith God wants. Our obedience to his Son. Not just raising our hand to say, I'm saved. I did it. He wants obedience to his Son. And to his Son's word. So we don't know the Son's word unless we Read the word. <laughs> and then we receive the faith. And then we walk in the faith. That's the process. God is pleased in our obedience to Jesus Christ. To Jesus Christ. First John says this, if we receive the testimony of men, the testimony of God is greater. It is greater, for this is the testimony of God that he has borne concerning his son. The testimony of God to his own son. 10 says, whoever believes in the son of God has a testimony in himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar. Because he has not believed the testimony that God has born concerning his son. Now, I'm going to tell you this. A lot of Jews uh, deal with unbelief. Not believing the testimony. But in our disobedience, we might as well be unbelievers. We might as well be unbelievers. To know and not do. We might as well be unbelievers. We are no better than them, unbelievers. Matter of fact, we may be worse. We may be worse because the Spirit of God lives inside of us. And we are grieving it in our, unbelief, in our disobedience. We are grieving it. Grieving it. So have we heard? Of course we have. Of course we have. But we have to show it with our life. We have to show it through our life. You look over there and watch someone. Oh, yeah, they heard the word. They know it. They know it all day long. You can see who lost and who, who isn't. You can see that with your own eyes. We're no better than the unbelievers if we're walking in, in disobedience to Christ and his word. We don't get a free pass. I'm sorry. We don't get a free pass because we receive Christ into our hearts. We don't get a free pass to walk in disobedience, to continue walking in sin. We do not get a free pass. A free pass. No matter what no one tell you, I will never tell you you will get a free pass for sin or walking in disobedience.
5.11 says this, and the testimony, and this is the testimony that God gave us, eternal life. And this life is in his son. Many Christians all around the world come to uh, God for eternal life. But you must go through Jesus. You must go through the son. Hallelujah. All people should hear this message about Christ because eternal life comes only through faith in the Son of God. Only through faith in the Son of God. It cannot be received or possessed in any other way. Jesus Christ is the only way. It's the only way. We only have this life, church, through a continuous and active faith. Faith relationship with Jesus. That's the only reason we can have this life. A continuous faith relationship in Jesus. Faith relationship in Jesus. Believe in it when you can't see it. Hallelujah, God. Peter tells us this. In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the genuine, the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold, that perishes through, is tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Peter is encouraging us believers to rejoice. Rejoice in our difficulties and trials because if we remain faithful to Jesus through our tough times, he will purify our faith. Our faith will be purified. He says the Christian who is suffering by many different trials is like a fire that refines and purifies gold. Woo, that's hot. That's hot. That's a good hot. But the Christian faith church is more precious and valuable because it results in that praise. It results in that honor. It results in that glory both to each other and to Jesus Christ when he returns. When he returns. We do all this for Christ when he returns. When he returns, the Lord Jesus will be pleased with the believer who believes by faith. He will be pleased with the one who believes by faith. Listen to this. And it says, though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, though do you do not now see him, you believe in him. And you rejoice with great and inexpressible and filled with glory obtaining the outcome of your faith. The salvation of your souls. Ooh, the salvation of your souls, church. See, God considers the faithfulness of Christians today to be more remarkable than those, than those who heard and saw Jesus before and after his resurrection. Your faith is more remarkable. Because now as believers, although we have never seen the Lord Jesus, we surrender our life to him. Even though we have never seen the Lord Jesus, you have never seen him, you surrendered your life to him. So according to Jesus, Himself, 
that would be a special blessing to you. According to Jesus himself, because you believe and have not seen, that would be a special blessing to you. Because you have not seen and yet you believe. By faith. Hallelujah. By faith. John 20, closing. Jesus said to him, no doubt in Thomas, Jesus said to him, have you believed because you have seen me? But blessed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand. We all know about Doubting Thomas. Jesus' response here is not a rebuke, though. It's a blessing for all the Christians who come to believe with having without having to have a, a, a flesh and blood encounter with Jesus. It's a blessing. And he would go on to say, all of us who have not seen but heard this testimony, all of us who have not seen but heard this testimony, it is written that you may believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. <laughs> that you may believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And by believing, you may have life in his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have life in Jesus' name. We have life in Jesus' name. Glory to God by faith. By faith. The marvelous fight of faith. It continues, church. It continues throughout your life. Every day of your life, that fight, that fight will continue. That fight. We're fighting, for, we're fighting blind because our hope in the things that we cannot see. We cannot see the things that we're even fighting for. But we believe by faith that we will receive in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, let us pray. Let us pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word, Father. And it's through your word, Father, that we believe. We trust you, God. We trust everything about you, God. We trust your holy word. Father, that's why we are here, God, to give you honor, to give you glory, God, for the things that you have, have done for us, for the things that you have promised us, God, for the life. God, that you have given us our life in Christ, a victorious life in Christ, a victorious life Amen. that we may be overcomers, God, that we may be able to endure the trials of this world, that we trust in our faith, God, because we trust in you. That word faith, God, goes a long way. Some, some people may say it's just a word, but it means a lot to the believer. The word faith is our whole life. It's our whole life. We stand on faith, God. We are here because of our faith, God. And Father, I ask that you honor that. You honor those that stand on faith, God. You show them who you are. 
If they need that deliverance, God, you deliver them, God, in the name of Jesus. If they need that healing, God, you heal them in the name of Jesus. Whatever is needed, God, allow it to come and pass because of their faith. You're not a man that you shall lie, God. So I stand on your every word, and I tell these people today that you are not a man that you shall lie. I ask them to put their trust in you, God. Show yourself to them in the name of Jesus as they walk in your will, as they walk in your ways, God. Bless these people, God. Bless us all, God. And it's you who we come to glorify. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, amen. amen.